Hello, it's Tuesday. I'm your host, Greg Margolis, and welcome to another episode of the Patterns of Play podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, This is Greg Margolis, again, your host of the Patterns of Play podcast. Uh, Another great week of soccer with the Europa League final, the Champions League final, the Women's Champions League kicking off their next set of games uh, with a lot really exciting uh, happening with them. And then we have preseason games already occurring for big Premier League, the big Premier League games, uh, the Bundesliga, uh, the French League Un has already kicked off with teams not even finishing their season yet with PSG having had to finish their Champions League run, uh, and the WSL is also in preseason form for women's soccer over in Europe as well. So there is a lot of soccer happening right now, which is super exciting, and lots more will be on its way in the next few weeks as there is not a lot of time in between the end of last season uh, and the start of this next year with how the COVID restart has occurred um, in the past month and month or so. So there will be plenty of soccer to be covered, which brings me to an exciting announcement that on Sundays moving forward, once the Premier League and Bundesliga restarts, myself and uh, an exciting new co-host will be hosting a weekly Sunday show to discuss everything in those two leagues uh, I'm sure we'll dive into some of the Champions League and Europa League games that start to happen as well. Uh, but really excited to bring in uh, Mike Schmidt, who was a featured guest recently, to co-host that on Sunday. So Soccer Sundays with Schmidt and Greg will be a weekly occurrence uh, once those leagues restart. I have started to reach out for new interviews, which will be coming back to the podcast in the next week or so. Uh, so Really looking forward to bringing those back uh, and bringing some some experts and some exciting guests in to discuss all things soccer from uh, the tactical side to the performance side to uh, any and all things in between. So continue to tune in to the Patterns of Play podcast. Lots happening over the next few weeks uh, and beyond, so really excited for that. We'll take one quick break and then dive into some of the big goals that were scored uh, in some of these finals and then some of these um, big games that have been occurring over the past week. All right, let's dive into some of the big goals from this past week and kind of break down some tactics within how they were scored. So we're going to start with the Champions League final with Bayern taking on PSG. Uh, This was a really close game throughout the entirety of it. Uh, Really exciting one to watch uh, with two teams kind of in different positions with um, Bayern just scoring all sorts of goals recently but leaving a lot of space to be countered. And then PSG being a team that's kind of had to fight their way to this final um, with some really, really good uh, second-half displays from them in some of their most recent games. Uh, and Thomas Tuchel bringing this team to the final for the first time uh, ever. Uh, but Bayern, just too strong of a team. And they break this deadlock 
in the second half, about 40 or 59 to 60 minutes in, coming down the right-hand side, uh, they get it into the high-wide area. You see this initial first-time cross into the box to Thomas Muller, who he sees that there are a few oppor- uh, there are a few defenders in front of him. Uh, so instead of trying to take a shot or keep it, he actually drops it off to uh, a supporting player, which is Joshua Kimmich, right on top of the 18 on the right-hand side, and he chips it to the back post where Kingsley Kuman is there to head it home to the far post. It's a really good build-up, a really good combination of play, uh, and you see... The, the the actually the Thomas Muller run that's a slashing run from the center of the the 18 over to the right hand side actually pulls a lot of PSG defenders out of position and provides this opening on the back post for Kingsley Kuman to attack the ball and have a pretty free header and head this one home so you see one of the PSG defenders is shifting to his left to cover a more central player which I believe was Robert Lewandowski uh, which obviously you need to mark him in the box. Uh, and then as the shift is happening, you see that uh, Kingsley Kuman becomes really, really open on that back post uh, to get this free header and put it away for the 1-0 win for Bayern uh, to claim a Champions League title for the first time since, I believe, 2013. They very much have deserved that result as they have been incredibly potent in their attack over the past uh, month since they've returned to play in the Champions League, scoring like 20 goals, basically, <laughs> over 20 goals since they came back. So, great result for them, incredible kind of rebound from them from the start of the year to where they have now finished, going through a different coach, kind of starting their year very, very poorly, uh, but then finishing strong in just the German fashion of pure efficiency, high goal scoring, high press, really fun team to be to be uh, watching and be analyzing. But PSG, they're going to be an interesting one to see now in the offseason. Do they re-up with Thomas Tuchel, who has been uh, constantly criticized, but he has now brought them deeper and deeper in this Champions League over and over again while winning the French League Un uh, in the past two years as well. That is pretty easy, though, since they don't have too much competition in that division. But will they re-up him? Will they be able to keep Mbappe and Neymar? Uh, will they be able to replace Thiago Silva, who is on his way out? They're going to have to find a better center back uh, to pair in there. So a lot of transition with the PSD, PSG team whereas Bayern will basically be returning the same squad um, outside of Thiago, who seems to be on his way out to Liverpool. So they'll have to replace that position, but you could see Kimmich drop back into that role, uh, and then they'll just have Pavard play at the outside back role as well. So some great results from them. Incredible, incredible final to kick or to finish that great uh, return to play in the Champions League. So, good one there. And we'll quickly switch over to the Europa League final, uh, the other big European game to... So, between Inter and Sevilla, this was a really high-scoring event, a 3-2 result. 
Uh, started off with Romelu Lukaku with a penalty kick. Then Luke de Jong scored pretty soon after that and then repeated with another one uh, at the 12th and the 33rd minute. And then Diego Godin gets a header in for Inter to tie this one up 2-2. Two to two. But it was Diego Carlos's goal in the 74th minute on a set piece to give Sevilla the 3-2 to two result. This is on the right-hand side. It's a really good ball in from Ever Benenga. Again, just the ever, ever the creator for them. He serves this in to the back post. It's a really good initial clearance from Inter. <clears throat> but then we see just this clear lack of drive to try and pick up the second ball uh, there's one two three four five six six inter defenders who are dropping basically into the six yard box after this first header so the first header happens and instead of them walking up and trying to find a mark there's a big moment where they're all staring at the ball it's dropping down to um a couple Sevilla players, but Diego Carlos is the one who ends up doing the over-the-head bicycle kick. It isn't on goal, and unfortunately, it's that moment that defenders and anyone here, because it ends up being Romelu Lukaku, take this moment of, I need to clear this ball because it's in a position where I think it might be going on goal. And it ends up going into the back of the net when Lukaku is trying to clear this. He's just, you know, caught wrong-footed. He's not on his the balls of his feet. Again, because they were dropping into that six-yard box and they were not trying to step out. And in this situation, Lukaku swings a foot. It's his weak foot, too. I believe it's his right foot in this situation. Uh, and it just deflects into the back of the net. So a really difficult result for Inter. And again... Sevilla find their way into the final. They find their way into another title for the Champions League final. So really good result for them to continue this incredible run that they've had, having won, I think, like three of the last five Europa League finals. Um, so just an interesting uh, little result for them as well. So... With that, we're going to jump then over to the Champions League for the women's uh, soccer sides now. We had PSG versus Arsenal, and we had Olympic Lyonnais versus Bayern München. So three of the same teams that were in the semifinals for the men's, now with the women uh, also in the finals as well. Or in the, this was their quarterfinals. Um. We're going to look at the Olympic Lyonnais versus Bayern game. Olympic Lyon are probably the top team in the world consistently. Uh, they end up going up two to to nothing early, uh, or they get one late in the first and then early in the second. Uh, and then after their second goal, Bayern are able to get one back, but it's just not enough. Uh, Olympic Lyonnais, really, really competent possession-based team. Uh, they have the likes of they have the likes of um, Henri on their team and Wendy Renard as well. Two of the big French national team players. 
Um, but we're going to look at their opening goal as it was a uh, really, really interesting one that comes down the left-hand side. Uh, they're able to build through their attackers, and they're trying to get their players in behind and then finally get this really good flick. And we see from there Nikita Paris, who's coming from a um, kind of deeper lying position in the center of the midfield, sprint by the two defenders. The goalkeeper's coming out to try and win it, uh, but as she gets there, Nikita Paris gets ahead on it, flicks it by the, the goalkeeper, and then actually gets taken out by the goalkeeper, uh, who just is caught again in no man's land, just isn't able to get there. She has to come in this position. It's a good choice because Nikita Paris is going to end up getting there before her. Uh, if she doesn't come out, uh, I think it's just... She probably didn't suspect that Paris was going to blow by the defender and get there before her, but she ends up getting there, and it ends up being a goal to put Lyon ahead. And so this one finishes 2-1 to one for Lyon to go on to the next round. Uh, in the other game, in the other quarterfinal, it was uh, PSG winning 2-1 to one over Arsenal. So... Two great games there. We also had on Friday uh, for the Women's Champions League, we had um, Wolfsburg versus Glasgow City. Wolfsburg putting nine by Glasgow. Uh, they are an incredible team to watch. I uh, was able to watch a significant portion of their game with Ardair, um, Bernil Ardair. She scored four goals for them. There was also um, Ingrid Engen, who scored two. Uh, those two players are really fun to watch. They're extremely technical, speedy, competent, uh, really good awareness on the ball and in space. So they are really fun to watch. Uh, I'm excited to see actually them play today against Barcelona, who won in the other quarterfinal game against Atletico Madrid. Um, a really good goal from them, too, actually. Uh, this was a little later in the game, so in the 81st minute, Barcelona were able to break the tie with this really good sprayed ball out to the right-hand side. It's one of those deep crosses uh, into the box. Initial player tries to do something glorious with a, a bicycle kick, but it ends up falling to number 10. Um, oh, I'm going to mess up this name. Kira Hamrua. Yeah, not even going to try. Uh, number 10 for Barcelona and she puts the ball into the back of the neck. Really good finish from her uh, in a good position to put them through to the next round, but it's going to be a tough one with Wolfsburg being uh, a really, really good side. They won their league. I think they won their um, domestic cup as well. So both of those games will be fun with Barcelona-Wolfsburg and then PSG Olympic Lyonnais to see who will then get into the final for the Women's Champions League. Um, so lots of good games happening. We have a bunch of preseason games that are going on. The MLS is playing again. Um, Champions League qualification and Europa League qualification are back. So there's just plenty of soccer to be tuning into right now with CBS All Access having a lot of the women's game right now. ESPN with a lot of the men's. Um, and then obviously NBC Sports will have all of the 
all of the Premier League, and then actually the Bundesliga is on ESPN as well this year too. So there's a lot of ability to watch a lot of soccer this year uh, and just cannot wait for everything to pick back up. And so that is it for today's episode. Um, thank you very much for those who have tuned in again uh, and checked out the Patterns of Play podcast. If you've liked you, what you've listened to, please uh, like the rate us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, share this, uh, and continue to tune in as there will be plenty of more content coming down the pipeline in the next few weeks. Have a great rest of your week, and thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.